Alright guys, and welcome back to uh, Marvel Mania. I'm your co-host, Garrett Broder, and with me is Brandon Janicki. That's right, back at it again. Day number two. So, today we're going to talk about the spoiler version of uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And we're talking about just diving straight into it, seeing what you guys thought of it, and um, just talking more about like our thoughts and uh, what we think that everything means in the movie and exactly what we think is going into it so again spoiler alert for venom Up 3 carnage big spoilers here if you have not seen the movie yet i do recommend you wait to listen to this podcast until you have watched it absolutely all right so we talked a little bit last week about what our thoughts as a movie it was but uh we'll just be diving into that a little bit more and just double check see like hey what do you think of the movie what it's like do a re- recap of last week. Yeah, a little refresher of what we talked about. Because I got to admit, I feel like we kind of skimmed over it last week. But now we can get more into the into the thick of it. Into the thick of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, again, what did you think of the movie? Well, right off the bat, I'm going to be honest, I loved it. For me, it was a huge breath of fresh air compared to uh, some of the other Marvel movies that we've gotten as of recent. Like, uh, you know, Black Widow and Shang-Chi both just seemed kind of stale to me. There wasn't a whole lot that was interesting, a whole lot that was uh, going on, and nothing really that memorable. But Venom Let There Be Carnage, and to be fair, it was not a movie, not a Marvel movie made by Disney. It was a Sony Marvel movie because it's part of the Spider-Man universe. So it was going to feel a little bit different, definitely a little bit darker too. And I will admit, I believe they took advantage of that as best they could. You have to remember, this is still a PG-13 movie. And I remember walking out of the theater and some guys who were probably in their 20s or 30s, they were talking about how, oh, I wish there was more blood and I wish there was more gore and stuff like that. But, you know, blood and gore doesn't always make a movie. Yes, it would have been cool to see a Venom movie that was along the lines of like, you know, Logan, where they got to go all out with all the blood and stuff like that. But I got to say, I think my two favorite things about this movie was the intensity, um, because even though it wasn't R, it still was very violent, very intense. And the comedy as well, um, which I think the first movie both did a decent enough job with the intensity and the comedy, but this just like doubled, if not tripled it. I mean, there were some parts that I was just like out loud laughing in the theater. It was a very funny movie. And I would actually kind of describe more than half of it as a bit of a rom-com between Eddie and uh, Venom. I don't know if you got that vibe at all, but they were having like some very like uh, romantic comedy type relationship. Um you know comedy that was going on and i i thought it was hilarious personally oh i agree i thought it was a very very funny interesting movie i do agree with the rom-com situation where uh venom and eddie had like this little situation where they're like oh do we uh keep going with each other do we split do we blah blah blah? you get the idea right Uh, right. i thought it was a great great um idea on sony's end saying like okay here we'll go like to drama and the backstory between the two of them and see where they fit in, and it kind of added to the movie, in my opinion. Um, I agree, I also thought the movie was very, very good. Uh, I could have used some more um, time, just give backstory to uh, Cletus Cassidy. I will agree with that, yeah, they kind of jumped right into the movie, didn't they? Gave us no time, and they just, you know, let loose. Um, And right off the bat, they did introduce us to Cletus and his uh, psychotic girlfriend, Scream, and I will admit, shriek, shriek. Oh, shriek. I, I keep saying that. Scream, shriek, the lady who screams all the time. That's another thing. I will say, you have to get ready to plug your ears sometimes during this movie because between shriek, shrieking all the time, and venom yelling and carnage yelling, 
I mean, it, it was it got very loud in there, and it was intense. It was cool to watch, but I was almost ready to plug my ears. So anybody who's going to see that movie, forewarning, it does get very, very loud in there, very intense. Oh, I agree. It was very... I think that the noise was very well needed, though. Oh, yeah. It really represented sure. the characters pretty well. Yeah. Um, Shriek did, was a very, very well... Like, they did a very good job with her. And the I, the balance between her and Carnage, with Carnage being uh, weak to sounds, like or des- like loud disciples over whatever amount. Yeah. And we'll same with Venom. And then uh, Carnage um, being weak to that, and then Shriek being, having that loud noise. Uh, the relationship was never going to work out with with right. Carnage involved. Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting dynamic too. I'm glad you brought that up um, because I wish they would have, you know, they would have dove more into that into the movie. It felt like they kind of covered it a little bit, and they talked about how, oh, you know, if Cletus and uh, Shriek ever want to get together, Cletus can no longer have the Carnage symbiote. Like it won't, you know, work out. And they talked about it a little bit, but it was a very interesting dynamic. And that being said. This movie is really more of a relationship slash character driven movie, which is probably why I like it so much is it's more focused on his characters than it is having a bigger, broader story because you have that relationship between Eddie and Venom and you have the relationship between um, Cletus and Carnage and then Carnage and Shriek. And there's a lot of very interesting dynamics going on. And I think that is why I love it so much is because, like I said, more focused on the characters. For me, that always trumps a movie that is more focused, you know, on having this big spectacle. If, you know, it's more driven on these characters who we know and we love and are interested in, I think that'll always come out as a great movie. Oh, I agree. I think the movie is absolutely fantastic. Um, I guess, the, like I said, the only thing I, were, I was a little upset about was the backstory between Cletus Cassidy and Shriek. Um, but I guess, want, do you want to dive into, like, the step-by-step of how the movie went? Or, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, just, like... So in the beginning of the movie, um, we get introduced to Cletus Cassidy and Shriek and how Shriek had to be taken away. But with her sound, um, she was able to knock the um, wind out of um, what the uh, one of the officers. Oh, yeah, the uh, the head chief uh, police officer yeah. guard. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. able to knock him out cold. Yes, and, he, and later in the movie, they showed how he has a hearing aid just because of how loud the scream of Shriek is. Right. Uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. So it really gave him some backstory, I guess. Um, but that was really neat. Um, so they did a good job with that. And then we go, and then we dive into um, how she's put into a, I guess like a restraining uh, hospital. Yeah, that that whole hospital kind of reminded me. It's like the equivalent of Arkham Asylum um, from DC or Batman. That's what it reminded me of. It was like the Arkham Asylum for Marvel, because you know she's pretty much put in this insane asylum with these other um, people. And getting back to her for a sec, did they ever talk about how she actually got that shrieking power that she had? No, not from my knowledge, they did not, which I thought was pretty weird. I I thought that was weird, too. And when I first saw her, it reminded me of uh, Banshee from the X-Men series. And for a moment there, my, you know, X-Men geek inside of me was freaking out, like, oh, my gosh, we're getting, you know, like a reference to one of the first X-Men in the MCU. But they didn't really talk about that, so I was a little disappointed. But maybe they'll bring it up later. Maybe not. But she kind of just had this, you know, screaming power. Never really talked about it again. So that was a little disappointing. But it was kind of like you said, due to that hour and a half runtime, they could have squeezed some more stuff in there. Oh, I agree. It could have been another half hour, forty minutes longer, forty-five minutes longer. Um, because a lot of movies nowadays are going to about the two-hour, twenty-minute mark. 
Oh yeah, and at even, least even if it went to well, with Endgame, it's a big whole different story. But they need that time. Yes. But for example, I think that um, for like my favorite movie of the MCU, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, they could have um, at least made it to that around runtime with like two and a half, two hours ten minutes. Uh, just as I think it's a good median nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't because I think when I think of an hour and a half long movie, I think of a children's movie. Like oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's usually the length of those. And let's be honest, this is anything but a children's movie. I was shocked, even without the blood and gore, this this wasn't rated R. Right. Uh there's a lot of like really sketch uh moments for a PG thirteen moment. Um, but I thought it was a very, very well done movie. Oh, um, for sure. I would definitely agree. I would love to go see it again. I would honestly go see it again in a heartbeat too. I mean, it was just just a fun movie to watch. Even without that uh, mid-credit scene, which we'll get to in a sec, which is very important, just an overall very fun, very character-driven story. And I think we covered this last time, but I would say at least uh, in my rating opinion, I would give it a 4.5 out of 5 stars. Yeah, I said 4. Um, but I know that – so we, get, we, we dove into a little bit like the backstory or the lack of backstory between Shriek and Carnage uh, or Chris Cassidy. Um, but I think the another thing that we need to talk about is the backstory between Venom and uh, Eddie Brock. I don't, I think they did a great job with just realizing that yes, it's a sequel. We are gonna. We don't really need a backstory uh, because right. we already have that backstory in Venom. So exactly. a lot of times, a lot of times movies will go right back into uh, recognizing the fact that yes, we have these characters, we have these, and we'll refresh and give a reminder to everyone. They didn't care. It's like, you know what? If they didn't see it, it's their fault. Let's just go right into it. I 100% agree with that. I think most sequels can honestly do that. Like, you know, it's called a sequel for a reason. You need to watch the first to fully understand the second. And whenever people ask me, like, hey, did I need to watch the first movie to understand this one? Uh, Yeah, you do. You should at least because, you know, that's like almost the origin, if you will. You know, Venom was like the origin of how Eddie and Venom got together. Makes sense. It's the first one. So, of course, you're going to have to watch that to understand the second. Yeah. And it, it really does recognize this a sequel because it just jumps right in there, wasting absolutely no time. And that is one thing I like about shorter movies like this is, you know, you look at those movies that are like two and a half hours long, two hours and 40 minutes, and they start to drag on. And some bits are very, very boring. This movie is never once boring. Everything they put in there, they put in there for a reason. And it flows very nicely and it never drags on. That is true. I do like that about it. Um, another thing that I think was a little, another like highlight is going back to the, uh, the, what's it called? I'm blanking on what I just said. Uh, the, um, relationship between Eddie Brock and recognizing that it's oh, a yeah. sequel. Yes. Um, when it's the first moment we see Venom and Eddie Brock, they're just, they're literally just chilling on the couch and like having, just having a ball. Like, it's like, oh, okay, we're eat, 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 and eat, because that's what Venom does. Right. And we see that he complains about not eating heads and all this other fun stuff. And I'm yeah, like, when okay. you can't get those tasty heads in your diet, I mean, you're going to suffer, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not going to feel the same. You can't get that good workout going without a healthy head in your diet. <laughs> I know, right? So I thought it was a, they did a really good job with that. And then, um, like, the relationship between Cletus Cassidy and Eddie Brock, I also thought was a very good thing. Um. But Venom being Venom was able to show the uh, where the map of all the killers were, or where he hid the killers, and uh, the Cletus Cassidy had killed or the killers. 
the uh, bodies that Cleus Cassidy the had killed. Let me victims, s- I believe. Victims, mean, that's yeah, the, the word. Yeah, I'm yeah. blanking on the word. Um, but, yeah, so, um, Van Zeele spot out where Cleus Cassidy uh, hid the victims. Like, the bodies of the victims, I guess you should say. And um, that basically ruined Cleus Cassidy's career. But then um, Venom gets mad at Cleus Cassidy, and that's how Venom get, uh, Cleus Cassidy gets a symbiote because he bit Venom, and this red the red symbiote from Venom um, became a part of Cletus. Oh, that's yeah, I do remember that scene. I love that line where he was like, "I've tasted blood before, Eddie, and that is not it." It mm-hmm. was such a wonderful line by Woody Harrelson, um, because you know he immediately recognizes that Eddie has something wrong with him, something inside of him, obviously being Venom. And, you know, the blood, I believe, causes it to turn red, which is kind of a cop-out if you ask me. You know, I was wondering, oh, why is Carnage red? And I think in the comics, they actually have a different explanation for this. But in the movie, it's just, oh, he tasted the blood, so it becomes a red symbiote, which I feel like is another reason, you know, oh, hour and a half long movie. They can't really, you know, think of a better explanation at the time, which is fine. But I would have wanted something a little bit more interesting than just, oh, it's red because blood, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Um, I think it was, so, uh, the, we went back into the, so once they figured out, uh, that where Cleus Cassidy hid the victims, you just put on, uh, death row, uh, or right. like a death sentence. And, um, uh, so then all of a sudden he's about to get killed, uh, in the thing, like they, they try to inject the, um, the death serum, that's what it's called. Yeah, honestly, I'm not quite sure what the name for that yeah, is. I don't, know that, I don't know what you would call that. I'm going to say death serum. That death, sounds, we'll call it the death serum. I yeah, like that. That sounds really cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, While he's in like this little cage, and all of a sudden, like, it just won't go down. Like The serum will not go down because uh, Carnage is just preventing it to get into um, right. Cleese Cassidy's body. And uh, all of a sudden, Cleese is like, oh, shit, this is awesome. And all of a sudden, just breaks free with Carnage, and they are just good to go. Like he's like, okay, let's just kill everyone in my path, bite everyone's heads off, or just stab them with it, whatever. Um, and, yeah, and they it was are really cool. They are just a killing machine. I love that scene too. I always love a scene where the uh, villain just gets to let loose and you know show his brand new found powers and just you know go absolutely insane and this is a you know he's a freaking serial killer so you know we've seen other guys go insane but this guy's just going nuts and there's a really um really great line well it's actually the um police officer says it first to eddie he asks him any last words you know before you die and then eddie says something like hope you all enjoyed the show and then um you know the carnage symbiote comes out you mean uh cleese cassidy cleese cassidy did i say eddie yeah he said eddie okay my bad cletus cassidy um gets the carnage um symbiote and then carnage comes out starts destroying everyone and then the last person he of course kills is that um police officer and he asks him before he dies any last words and as he's about to say something just boom stabs him right then and there i was like all right that is a sweet scene right there yeah it's very very well shot too there's more people that um carnage kills like oh a lot yeah a lot um one of the cooler people i think he kills is uh, how he strangled um this is cool but also very terrifying um the um safeguard like the high security prison uh where shriek is being held um oh so yes that's he right kill, he strangles her to death 
and then um while he's while he is strangling her carnage um cletus is basically just try like saying her shriek free so they can have that relationship together and absolutely terrifying first of all but because they, they he breaks the cage and start making out i'm like oh that's not fun uh that was really <laughs> fun for him yeah fun, fun for, for him. him at least i'm watching this and i'm like wow that is so creepy i know yeah it does like i said very very intense movie and the only thing that didn't keep it from being r was the lack of blood and gore they even managed to drop their um f-bomb in at the end which i think was very well used if you ask me um mm -hmm. we'll keep going through the movie and then i'll um tell you when it comes in at the end because i think it was so funny um but yeah, continue on with the story. Yeah. Um. So we're going. We do that, and all of a sudden they they want to start like a wedding for themselves. Shriek and Cletus, and uh. So Shriek is that person she wants to kill. Uh. Venom's got per. Oh no, Venom. Carnage is a person he wants to kill. Uh. Which would be Venom, and Cletus Cassie's a person he wants to kill, being Eddie. So it's Eddie, Venom, and um. Uh, the police officer that Shriek um almost like killed that's right yeah from yeah. the beginning of the movie from yeah. at the beginning of the movie which again they need more backstory to that i think but it's okay yeah um so they all want to bring them to a cathedral to the cathedral and the only way to lure um eddie and venom there was to take um oh what's her name uh his his old fiance yeah blanking on her name fiance um Oh, um, crap. I'm blanking on her name. I'm so sorry, everyone. This is not a good situation for me. <laughs> Here, I'll look it up. I'm going to look up the movie right now, and I'll figure it out. Um, no, in the first movie, uh, Venom really likes her. In the second movie, Venom's even more excited about her. Um, but um, she's taken captive. Oh, Anne. Oh, Anne. Anne. Yeah. 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 A N N E. Anne Weighing. Weighing. Yeah. Something like that. Played by Michelle Williams, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Very, very well done. I thought it was a good casting. But, um, just like the Carnage and Cleese Cassidy and Shriek, to, uh, Cleese Cassidy and Carnage are similar. Um, they all, they kidnap Anne, so they lure Eddie and Venom in. And as soon as they walk in the door, uh, uh, Eddie and Cletus Cassidy have a little conversation, and all of a sudden Cletus turns into Carnage, and Venom's like, "Oh shit, that is a red one!" and just completely just runs out of there. So as Eddie be Eddie instead of Carnage just hot or Venom just hides. He's like, "I am not dealing with that." That's right. He's basically said, "I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna go right back into Eddie." And Eddie's like, "Oh, uh, what? Uh, He's like, what are you doing there, bud?" He was like, "I'll let you eat as many heads as you would like." He goes, all right, deal. And they fight, and it was a really good action scene, I thought. Oh, incredible, yeah. Definitely the highlight of the movie. That whole scene was so well shot, and, you know, really intense is the best way to describe every part of this movie. But that was the most intense scene at the end, especially when um, Carnage captures Anne and then takes her to the top of the cathedral. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not quite sure why he does that, but, you know, the hero always needs someone to save. Mm -hmm. And then um, starts tearing down. anti-hero. Yeah, that's very true. In this case, the anti-hero. Um, and then, you know, brings it to the top of the cathedral, just starts destroying everything. And then 
Uh, I'm always the sucker for when the movie is always able to um, name drop the title of the movie into the movie. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why. I just always think it's kind of cool. But then, of course, Carnage yells out, let there be Carnage. And then, you know, just and that's when I thought the theater was at its loudest, like just shrieking everywhere. And I was just sitting there like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Because that's oh, when I they agree. just got to go all out on that scene. Oh, I agree. And Venom really, uh, Carnage really showed his true power and really like spread like spreads his whole body out onto the building you can see like the entire building is just covered in red right uh, from carnage and venom's like oh crap i have nothing uh i am just a little dude and uh but i think it's like similar to the first movie they had cletus and uh eddie fight uh where in the original movie they had riot and uh, right or uh, riot and uh, Eddie Fry. I'm blanking on what his name is, but that scientist guy. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. Crap. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just blanking today. I don't know what is going on, but um, no, I'll just look it up. That's fine. Yeah. They'll, um, they they they'll probably know. They know who we're about. talking about. It's yeah, the scientist. The scientist dude who shot the rocket up and it became riot and blah blah. Um, but yeah, so pretty cool. Um. Uh, like the fight between Eddie and Cletus, where Cletus actually starts to annihilate Eddie, because uh, he's actually a serial killer. He's like, "Okay, I have experience. Eddie, you got nothing. You can fight with Venom, and I will just destroy you." Um, that's exactly how it goes. By the way, it's that's exactly what they say in that order. Uh, very well done. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a very very well shot scene, and I. And then, of course, Venom and our Shriek and Venom saved the day. And yeah, there has to be that classic team up where the uh, one of the villains turns somewhat good. I'm going to put that in quotations because she didn't really turn good. But, you know, Carnage was um, hurting Shriek because Shriek was hurting Carnage with, you know, the screaming and stuff like that. Eventually, Carnage got fed up and, you know, started um, beating the crap out of her and um basically choking her yeah basically choking her um and then i believe she which this was a really cool moment um where shriek um shrieked into the church bell and then you know just echoed all across um the town and then obviously the symbiotes had to leave their hosts eddie and cletus cassidy and then um that's when um eddie and venom were able to destroy the uh symbiote yeah and cletus too which this gives me back to the um famous um for those of you who don't know every pg-13 movie is allowed one f-bomb and i feel like sometimes it's used well enough sometimes it's not but this time i thought it was used very well for this movie it's when carnage does come crawling back to eddie but venom gets him in like a chokehold and um Cletus starts talking and he's like, oh, please don't kill me. You know, I had a horrible childhood and I just wanted somebody to be my friend. You know, he's got his whole, like, feel sorry for me speech. And then once he's done with that, um, Venom's just like, nah, F this dude. And then completely swallows him whole. And I'm like, all right, that was funny as heck. That was very, very well done. Yeah, I agree. That was, and he got, his, he got his head after all, so he was good. He did get his head. He finally got his treat for the day. That's very true. Yes. All right. Now, I think the thing that we all loved was the mid credit scene. Oh my gosh, in yes. the movie. That was awesome. So if I, if people I'm sure you've all seen it if you've actually gotten this far into the podcast, so we have spoiled everything. Um if you saw the end credit scene, you have seen that Venom 
is now involved with the MCU, from our knowledge, very, 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 very likely knowledge, uh, saying that um, there's now the new multiverse was involved with right. the bed, like the, the area switch, like the from the crappy like, little condo from Motel to a nice like five-star resort type of thing uh, while they're watching TV, or Venom and Eddie. And um, it then changes to... Uh, the TV is going to change to a breaking news with J. Jonah Jameson announcing that Spider-Man is um, Peter Parker. Basically kind of the far from home uh, end credit scene now combined with Venom, Let There Be Carnage. He got to see that same little news clip that we all got to see two years ago now. Yeah, in that end credit scene, uh, in the far from home end credit scene. Um, but then Venom... Uh, is like, ooh, tasty head or whatever it was. I think like that. he goes up to the TV, I believe, and he looks at Peter and says, this guy. And then, of course, in classic Venom fashion, licks the screen with his giant nasty tongue, and then, boom, fades to black, and the whole theater went berserk. Yeah, it was very, very crazy, and I was not expecting there to be a MCU reference slash crossover with venom honestly a part of me going into this movie just you know knowing marvel now and how they want to expand to every corner of the marvel universe you know not just that the um avengers but with the x-men and the fantastic four and I, i figured a part of me figured this being a venom movie that they would not pass up the opportunity to somehow incorporate him with spider-man so a part of me knew they were going to do this but they didn't I didn't quite know how they were going to do this. So, you know, I feel like I, I knew it in my head, but to see it actually happen on screen, I was like, wow, they really are going to do this. Oh, I know. I thought it was really cool. Spider-Man is Peter Parker. That was a horrible impersonation, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> you mean Peter Parker is Spider-Man? Peter. Again? Well, it doesn't really matter. It's the same idea. They're the same, but It's yeah. the same idea. We're going with it. I said it. It's, it's fact. Uh no, it, it would be Spider-Man's Peter Parker because... No, that's true. That's true. I don't remember which way he said it, but they're the same person now, and yeah. everyone knows it, and he's screwed either way. Yes. And I I actually have refused to see the new Spider-Man trailer. Uh, for all you watching, you're probably wondering why. Uh, I'm a huge, 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 huge Spider-Man fan. I actually dress up in... I actually... I'm not a cosplay person, but I love to dress up in my Spider-Man costume. And currently, uh, the Detroit... Comic-Con is starting today, uh, October 15th. Uh, it started today, and we'll be going through Sunday, uh, October 17th. And I will be going on the 17th, uh, dress up oh, in... So you're going this Sunday, then? I'm going this Sunday. Okay, because I'm actually going um, oh, wait, tomorrow no. during... No, I'm going tomorrow. No, I'm going Sunday. Yeah, I'm going Sunday. Okay. But I'll, I currently have my Venom symbiote costume. Ooh, very uh, nice. Of Spider-Man. So, like, if you saw Spider-Man 3 um, with uh, Tobey Maguire, um, I have that costume. Um, with so The black Spider-Man. Yeah, one, the right? black yeah, Spider-Man. The Venom one. Okay. Very um, cool. So, I have that one. But when Peter wears it. But what's really cool is I decided to make the Iron Spider Claws um, out of, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, PVC pipe. And, okay. That's cool. Uh, so, I got, like, a PVC pipe tube. Uh, a y, p, a y, y corner tube thing, and then another PVC pipe tube, 
and I sharpened the PVC pipe so it looks like claw, like claws itself. Okay. And I end up um, just having a lot of fun with it. I just need to spray paint it now, and it's all set. I have a like, I have it attached to like some like a backpack type thing. Um, and I'm really I'm really pumped to wear it. At yeah, that is time. sweet. Definitely have to show that uh, show a picture of that to me. Yeah, for sure. I have I have the uh like rough draft or whatever or incompleted version of it, but I'm really pumped about it. It's it looks really really good for all you wondering. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this year's Comic Con, and then about two weeks from now is Yumicon. Which is, I think, like an anime and cartoon uh, version of Comic Con, um, <clears throat> but I'll be going to that as well, and I'll be doing the same costume. I might do actually, I might do the original Tobey Maguire costume. Uh, people are probably wondering why I'm not doing the Iron Spider costume because that's too basic, and I want to look different. I want to stand out. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, Getting back to the uh, mid credit scene, though. Um, now a lot of people are wondering. You know, I've talked to a few other people that seen the movie. And you have to wonder, uh, even though it's confirmed, pretty much confirmed, that uh, Venom is now in the MCU, uh, or at least the Spider-Verse, does this mean, or do you think it means, he's going to be, show up in Spider-Man No Way Home, along with all the other dozens of villains we're going to be getting, possibly, you know, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire? Uh, like, do you believe we really need Venom in this entire thing, too? Or do you think this means maybe Spider-Man is coming over to a Venom movie? Or maybe Venom is going to a Spider-Man movie, but it won't be No Way Home. What are your thoughts on that? I think it will be Venom's going to a Spider-Man movie within the MCU, and it will not be No Way Home. Not be No Way Home. It will okay. not be No Way Home because I, well, I guess I haven't seen the trailer, so I can't tell you too much. But I know Doctor Strange will be in it. Yes, very um, true. Only because, like, when you scroll through YouTube, it's the scene that comes up on um, Sony Pictures and Marvel Entertainment, Marvel Studios, all that. Right, right. Um, it's a picture of Doctor Strange pushing Peter out into his um, astro form. Which, that isn't even really a spoil. Like, the trailer spoiled way more than that. So, I got to say a lot of respect to you for not watching it yet, because I've already seen it, like, five or six times. Um, and, yeah, it does go through a lot and i heard there's actually going to be a second trailer coming out sometime within the next month i believe sometime in november most likely yeah uh when i go see the eternals i'll have to run out of the theater again yes when I most saw, likely when i saw this movie i like no joke ran out of the theater i had to get the usher to come back and be like hey uh the trailer's over i'm like oh thank goodness oh jeez like i went with my girlfriend uh and she was like, okay, you made so much noise about how the Spider-Man trailer is uh, something you don't want to see that the people next to us were laughing at you. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't care. I, I wear a Spider-Man costume for fun. I have no shame in my life. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah, so I thought it was really funny. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see Venom in the MCU, um, hopefully, within the next couple movies. And I think that the Venom... Um, Spider-Man crossover will be very, very interesting. Oh, yes. Uh, Hopefully way better than uh, Spider-Man 3, for one, which you really can't screw up much more than that. I, that's probably one of my least favorite Spider-Man movies right there, and oh, especially what they did with Venom, too. Um, I think they'll be able to do a much better version with the new Venom, especially with Tom Hardy playing, like, just still excellent casting right there. Mm -hmm. I would also agree, I don't think he's going to pop up in No Way Home. That seems, you know... Too early. Yeah, too early. Exactly. It seems a little bit too early for him to come up again. 
Plus, I feel this movie is going to already be so bogged down, especially if we are... The best way to describe it so far is it seems like a movie that's being written by the fans, which is what kind of worries me. It seems like whatever the fans want is what the fans are getting. It's almost guaranteed that we're going to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and a couple of the villains. Since you haven't watched the trailer, I won't say which villains, but some of the villains have been confirmed. Oh, I'm sure it's... Um, I'm I'm going to take a guess. The Scorpion. I'm, don't tell me anything. Okay, I won't say take, anything. I'll, I'll just let you guess, keep guessing. I'm going to take a guess. Scorpion. I'm going to take a guess. Dr. Octopus. I'm going to take a de- Like, just most of the Sinister Six uh, will be my uh, guess. Because we haven't gotten a Sinister Six yet. We've had we've seen Scorpion in the movie. Uh, Dr. Octopus was... I don't know if any, I, don't, I don't know if it's just me pretending like I'm smart. But I think I saw him in the background of one of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, I believe it was uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. That's not it. Spider-Man Far, Far From, from home. home. Yeah, There's so I many know. homes. Yeah, I know. It's it's the home trilogy is what it is. Yes, that's really what it is. But, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, I love Dr. Octopus. I think he was portrayed super well in Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. Um, but, yeah. So, I think that's all, we ha- that's all the time we have for today. I think it was a great discussion on Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, Let us know what you guys think, and uh, have a great day.